Welcome to That's Good Sports. I am Brandon. Bad football news just keeps happening. Even though nobody should be out doing anything, Perna. First, the Darren McFadden video surfaced. Then, Earl Thomas made infidelity a family affair. And now, we have arrest warrants issued for Giants corner DeAndre Baker and Seahawks corner Quentin Dunbar. For what, you might ask? DUI, weed possession, unpaid parking tickets? No, armed robbery and aggravated assault at a party. After hearing this news, Earl Thomas's wife asked if she could hire Baker and Dunbar for her next party. I do have to hand it to the Miramar social media team for tagging the Giants and Seahawks in their arrest warrant tweet. Pretty big flex by the Florida police. Uh, I'll break down the weird details from this event and discuss what may happen to two notable players in Baker and Dunbar moving forward. That is not good sports. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. This may not have been how they envisioned it, but Quentin Dunbar and DeAndre Baker may finally be considered lockdown corners. Before we get to the details of the robbery, I think it needs to be said that these aren't scrub players. Baker was a first-round draft pick just last year, the only corner taken in the first round, and Dunbar just had arguably his best season with four picks, two returned for touchdowns, and a PFF coverage grade of 89.5 despite missing a few games with injuries. Maybe he just looked good playing next to Josh Norman, and that's why the Potatoes traded Dunbar to Seattle for a fifth-round draft pick this offseason. I'd expect behavior like this from, say, the third Watt brother as a desperate cry for attention from his parents. Sorry, Derek, you chose to live in obscurity when you mastered the position of fullback. No matter how hard PFT commenter pushes the fullback narrative, you will never be loved like JJ and TJ. Both given initials as names and both bred to play glamour football positions as edge rushers. You might as well have been a right fielder or a bank robber for all we care, Derek. Reel it back in. If you remember, in the 2019 NFL Draft, the New York Giants were as high on DeAndre Baker as he must have been to think robbery was a good idea. The Giants traded up to pick number 30 with the Seahawks to take Baker in the first round. He was the cherry on top of what many considered the perfect first round for the Giants, who took Daniel Jones at 6 and Dexter Lawrence at 16. Oh, wait. Everyone hated their draft because of the Daniel Jones pick. They were applauded for the Baker pick and ridiculed for the Jones selection. Funny how quickly we rewrite draft history. Baker was given an A by many draft experts, which now we know stands for aggravated assault. Here's everything I have on what actually happened with this robbery. The first thing you should know is Baker and Dunbar acted like complete fucking idiots. I think that's on the police report uh, somewhere. Baker is facing four charges of armed robbery and four charges of aggravated assault, and Dunbar just four counts of armed robbery. Whew! Lucky there. The gentlemen in question were partaking in party activities on May 13th in Miramar, Florida. 
Of course, of course this happened in Florida. The fellas were playing cards, video games, Yahtzee, and drinking Cosmopolitans, typical party stuff for men under the age of 30. Then an argument broke out. Yahtzee will do that to even the most patient people. When the argument broke out, Baker took out a typical party favor, your standard semi-automatic firearm, and began to rob the guests with eventual help from Dunbar. And when I say rob, I mean they robbed the shit out of the party goers. Per TMZ Sports, they walked away with seven grand in cash, an $18,000 Rolex, and a $25,000 timepiece, which is what you legally have to call a watch that cost over 20 grand. It's not a watch, it's a timepiece. Now get out of here, beggar, before I feed you to the pigs. That's how I imagine rich people talk, and one day I'm going to sell those rich people hourglasses glued to Fitbits for $250,000 a pop. That's my get rich quick scheme. My question is, who has friends rocking over 40 grand in watches? If I robbed all of the people I know at parties, I'd be walking away with some sick diaper bags, a bunch of old Kohl's receipts, maybe if lucky, just enough cash to buy a ski mask to do a proper robbery. My friends would be like, go ahead, take my wallet, inherit my student loans and mortgage that will never be fully paid off. We're millennials, mother lover. Anyway, the reason Dunbar isn't facing the aggravated assault charges like Baker is because some witnesses say he did not have a gun. There are also reports that Dunbar and Baker lost $70,000 gambling in high stakes card games a few days earlier in Miami, which I immediately imagined happening like that scene in Rounders where they had their asses handed to them by John Malkovich. All your dreams, this, pops down the fucking drain. Except in real life, they are not Matt Damon, so they do not ultimately win. Even Patriot celebrity fans never lose. Well, never mind. I do feel bad because that is exactly what happened to their dreams. Pops down the fucking drain. Not too bad though, because my dreams die every single day that I watch my peers' subscriber numbers skyrocket and I grow at the same rate no matter what I do. Welcome to the club of broken dreams, where the annual fee is your dignity. DeAndre Baker and Quentin Dunbar. The saddest part of this entire story is that Quentin Dunbar spoke with Seahawks media yesterday morning about wanting to be a high character member of the team. You just, you know, you just want to feel one at the end of the day. So, you know, them guys made a, uh, you know, made their job to trade for me. And that's, that's good enough for me. And I, you know, and I just hope to repay them with, you know, the way I carry myself as a person. Here's the thing, Seattle media. I'm a great guy, a professional's professional, but I may have just robbed some bitches on Wednesday, and I may be going to jail. But hear me out. You gave Michael Kendricks a second chance after his insider trading debacle. This is the same white-collar crime, just done with force, and we stole far less than any inside trader. Plus, we were going to give our riches to the poor, to the poor, just like Robin from the hood. I saw this news break last night from Adam Schefter. As I was browsing his tweets, I noticed a stark contrast in news that he had been reporting. The top tweet is about the arrest warrants, and the bottom tweet is about the selfless work Cardinals defensive lineman Corey Peters is doing by creating a virtual book club for high school students. 
Unfortunately, he meant to send them Lord of the Flies, but it came through as a PDF of Vance Joseph's playbook. The students were like, why is Lord of the Flies just one page that reads more juice and have a good practice? This is supposed to be 20th century literature? Well, you know, a lobster's got a pincher claw and a crusher. Now, without checking, I will venture a guess that this breaks the NFL's personal conduct policy. Neither player has turned himself in yet. Despite gambling and partying and robbing all week, they are both suddenly taking stay-at-home orders very seriously. If these charges stick, expect both men to be suspended indefinitely, which is the least of their concerns. Baker could be facing a minimum of 15 years for each of his four armed robbery charges due to the semi-automatic weapon he had. Unless a deal is made, that's 60 fucking years in prison. For what? Some cash and watches? The shit is really, really sad. And keep in mind that DeAndre Baker did have some red flags coming out of college. Coaches didn't love him, he didn't interview, had a questionable work ethic, and was always carrying a semi-automatic gun around and asking, what type of watch you got on, coach? What type of watch you got on, coach? Now, it's not the primary concern in all of this, but there's the question of what the Giants do now. The other corners on the roster are Corey Ballantine, Sam Beal, James Bradbury. A lot of Bs there, sort of concerning. And finally, Julian Love. That's not an inspiring position group, knowing that at the very least, Baker will be gone this season and possibly reinstated in 2068. Seattle, if they released Dunbar, would save $3.4 million in cap space with zero dead money as a cap hit. I'm surprised all NFL contracts don't already have robbery clauses written in, and not the technically legal type of robbery like Jared Goff with the Rams. Joe Fan suggests if they cut Dunbar, they could target Logan Ryan or Drake or Patrick to replace uh, Quinton. It could also be used to finally sign Jadavian Clowney for the Seahawks. In conclusion... If you have beat all of the odds and made it to the NFL or whatever your dream job is, do not rob anyone and do not bring semi-automatic weapons with you to game night, especially if you are overly competitive or know Yahtzee will be played. Imagine how many people would be dead if this were Michael Jordan. Ironically, it would have been him who murdered his security detail for beating him at that coin-tossing game from The Last Dance. Toss a coin to Air Jordan! And he just lost $100. Thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Sports. Please subscribe here on YouTube. We're doing football videos every week, all week. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, at Brandon Perna, if you're into the social media stuff. Now, without checking, I will venture a guess that this breaks the NFL's personnel conduct policy. Po what? This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. <laughs>